Hi, welcome back to the Playlist of Life podcast. I'm Molly. And I'm Eliana. And today we wanted to do a podcast episode getting into all the fall vibes, music, TV shows, movies, things to do. I love fall, just saying. I've been so fall lately, and I think everyone needs to get more into fall. Like, the second, like, something switched in my mind. Like, I was taking a nap in the car, and I woke up and was like, I have the urge to play all too well. (laughs) And ever since then, I haven't, like, stopped. So this is all dedicated to fall, getting into the vibe, getting into the season, all the things you should watch, listen to, the whole shebang. Exactly. So Molly and I are going back to school on Wednesday, which is really scary because we're awful filming this on a Sunday, so Wednesday is not that far off. But I love summer, like it's the best season, but like I'm such a fall girl. Like You're the definition of fall. I love fall. It's like you becomes my personality. Person. I thank you, I take that as a compliment. Um like, I have those little plastic pumpkins, like, stashed in my closet that I'll put out in my room at some point. Maybe this is the year that I graduate and mature and realize that putting a happy fall y'all sign is unnecessary, but I, I don't think it, we're, I don't think we're that mature yet. Um, I think it is necessary. I think we need it <laughs> for, like, my brain. And it's just very you, and I don't think I could, like, walk into your house and not see that. It'd be okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Now that we're starting school, the summer vibes are coming to an end. And I'm going to a Noah Khan concert next weekend for Labor Day. So fall. So fall. He's the definition of fall. Stick season is upon us. Um, and so all of that combined has made us really in the mood for fall. We just did our back to school episode. So I feel like there's a couple of days where it's back to school. And then fall just jumps right in after that. For me, I jumped right into fall. Mid-August. Fall <laughs> So, especially as soon as the calendar turns to September and everything like that, which unfortunately we are starting school pre-September, which is a bit of a crime, but it's fine. But before that, we're going to talk about our songs of the week. As we do every episode, if you've never listened to an episode, we um, always start with the songs that we've been loving um, as, hence, Playlist of Life podcast name. So, let's get started. So, my song of the week is City of Stars by Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone from La La Land. This song gives romance. It, like, courses through my veins the second I hear the song. I can't even explain it, but I love the song. It's, like, goes from so happy and sweet to, like, such a bittersweet song at the end of the movie. Spoiler alert. But if you haven't seen La La Land, go watch it immediately. Because I'm such a La La Land girl. And if you have, you know exactly the song I'm talking about. It's the whole movie, and it's the definition of romance and sweet, and it hasn't left my playlist. Every time I'm in the car, the song will be on, and I will be screaming and crying and all the things. So, highly recommend City of Stars. So, my song is July, Later On, by Lily Williams, and I'm pretty sure that this song was inspired by like a poem that was going around on instagram that was like we can let july just be july oh that's cute and like obviously it's like summery but like now that july is passed i still feel like the sentiments of the song are like really good so it says we can let july just be july let the sun hang in the sky 
Clear your mind of all the things you've been waiting on. Let there be a second where you forget all the work you still have left because tomorrow is just a little later on. And I feel like, especially going into senior year and working on all these college applications and everything like that, like there's such a big focus on the future. Yeah, and I'm just trying to hold on to what's going on now. And it's like, can we let July just be July? Like, can we let this day just be today? Nothing crazy has to happen. Just like enjoying the time that we're spending right now in the mundane. And I think Mm -hmm. like, especially right now, I'm so focused on, you know, a lot of the senior stuff is at the end of the year. So like graduation and everything like that and like going to college and everything. But I just really want to like live and soak up the moments that I'm in right now. Like this song is just a good reminder that like, let's let July just be July. Like let's let these days just be what they are and not put that much pressure to like have them be the most amazing thing and just live in this like beauty of just like the state where we are right now. And I feel like you're never going to be where you are today ever again. Exactly. And, like, I've been dying to share this um, poem that I saw on, like, reels, but it was, like, from TikTok. Um, and it was read by someone who was living, who was much older and looking back, but I realized that this is the time that we're in right now. So I just wanted to read this poem and, like, talk about it a little bit because it st- has stuck with me and I've not been able to forget it since the moment that I read it. And it's... It, like, has a lot to do with, like, let July just be July, live in the moment right now. So, it's called Everyone is Home. I'm not sure who it's by. It just says M, so I don't know who to give credit to, but it's really a beautiful poem. Everyone is home. You're 10 years old and everyone is home. Mom is cooking, dad is watching TV, and your siblings are doing their own thing, but everyone is home. You're laying in your childhood bedroom, dreaming of the day where you get to grow up and be on your own. You wanted to be older so badly that you forgot to take in the comfort of everyone being home. Now you're in your 20s and you wish you could go back. You and your siblings have all moved out. Your parents have aged and they're trying to get used to the term empty nesters. You start to notice their gray hair and wonder where all the time has gone. You realize that there will never be another day where you all live together again. Your siblings aren't just in the other room, they are somewhere else. Every now and then you will visit but you will not stay. You will never play together again. You will not wake up and eat breakfast together every morning, and there will be no more family movie nights. You won't even see each other every day. I'm longing for the feeling of home, but I can't go back. Nobody is home. And that's, like, really depressing poem. But for me, as someone with a younger sister, even though I'm not 10 years old, like it says in the poem, like, this is my life right now. She's in the other room. My parents are downstairs. And I'm so, so lucky to be able to be living that. And, like, even if we're not doing anything crazy, we're just going about our day just like for me everyone is home and so listening to this poem obviously it's more geared towards like older like people in their early 20s mid 20s who are like feeling this nostalgia but the nostalgia that they're feeling is the life that I'm living right now and I feel like it was just such a good reminder to be grateful for this last year that I have living at home Mm -hmm. with my parents under the same roof and like it like makes me want to cry but like this poem really really stuck with me and I just keep thinking about it it's like insane to me honestly and it's like I really want to not forget how like beautiful it is that I'm like living this life right now and like it can be like annoying if I don't have that many plans or like you know just family dinners or something like that like maybe I want to be out doing something with my friends but family is so important and this poem really really stuck with me so I wanted to share and that's amazing i totally agree like everything's just rushing by and so just taking advantage of what's going on now 
exactly. So, on a bit of a happier note, we'll do our pop culture segment of all the stuff that has been happening with celebrities and stuff recently, and then we will jump into fall. So the first thing, I have never been more happy with the downfall of someone like Scooter Braun. I, as soon as I heard, first Justin Bieber's leaving him, then Idina Menzel, and then Ariana Grande, Demi Lovato, his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Molly's rooting for this guy's marriage, guys. Like, rooting against his marriage. Like, what is going on? I'm just telling you the facts. Uh, that was not the correct order. But, <laughs> I, Taylor Swift started it, and they're finishing it. He tweeted something about leaving the industry. I am waiting to see for the news to come out of what he did, of what happened, of why all of a sudden people are leaving him. I don't know if he's ending being whatever he's, his job is. I don't, Some music producer or something or other. I don't think he's a producer. I think he's managing. Oh, music management something. So I don't know if he's ending his job and by taking another field or if they're all quitting, like firing him. But whatever is happening... I'm secretly rooting for it, but don't worry, I don't root for the demise of people. So, for those who don't know, um, Scooter Braun is the person who um, owned Taylor's Masters and then sold it even though he knew that she wanted to buy it back. Um, And there's been a lot of celebrities who also work with him who just recently have announced that they're no longer going to be working with him. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think people really know, like, what caused this huge, like, ripple of this. People don't. So, there was no... It's just one at a time. Within three days, I think, like, huge, so many huge celebrities left him. Um, and no one knows why. And by, by the end of it, he tweeted something saying, I'm done with management. Yeah. I'm leaving. And I don't know if that was him being petty when everyone else, like, Right, like, we don't know what happened man- first. I don't know if other people fired him as their manager or if he did step aside and say... And then that's anymore. why they were, like, leaving him, yeah. So it's really unclear, but... Um, as someone who is so, like, detrimental to Taylor's, like, career and morals and stuff, um, like, it is interesting to see other celebrities follow in, in her footsteps, kind of. Yeah. I mean, it definitely is a different thing. Like, For sure. But it's interesting. I'm curious to see how this whole, whole thing will play out, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And speaking of Taylor Swift, um... In her era's tour, Sabrina Carpenter has opened for her most recent shows. Which were where? Mexico City. Mexico City. And before Sabrina Carpenter's set, plays a video from 2009 of Sabrina Carpenter singing Picture to Burn. So cute. It's the cutest thing I've ever seen. It's really nostalgic and kind of shows how insane Sabrina Carpenter's career has been. 2009, mm-hmm. she was a little girl singing a song. And on now YouTube. She's on YouTube. And now she's opening for that singer. Mm-hmm. On like the biggest tour ever, so it's I think so it's cool. really insane. And I think a lot of people, like all the Sabrina Carpenter stuff, like brings up the Olivia Rodrigo stuff for a lot of people, and like how Olivia Rodrigo and Taylor seem to be like best of friends and then stopped. Yeah. Um, and people, I think people compare the two a lot and are like, oh, like Sabrina Carpenter, like whatever. But I think um. I, I think Sabrina Carpenter and Taylor's relationship is so fun and cute and has yeah. nothing to do with Olivia Rodrigo. I'm a Taylor, I'm a Sabrina Carpenter fan. Oh, for I'm sure. I'm a Olivia Rodrigo fan, and I'm a Joshua Bassett fan. Yeah. You can be all three. I don't think it's mutually exclusive. Say. Agreed. I'd love to go to all of their concerts. I love all of them. All three of them are on the same playlist for me. I don't care. 
people should just realize that they make good music. If mm-hmm. you like their music, you like their music. Yeah. I can't. just can't believe that, like, I've seen, like, stuff online. I just can't, I just can't believe people are, like, still talking about this, you yeah. know? It was years ago. It was years ago, exactly. Speaking of Olivia Rodrigo, her single, Bad Idea, right? Is, I love it. It's go. Cool. it's everywhere. It's not what I expected it Mm-mm. to be. Not at all. But I think usually she's known for her songwriting, for her lyrics. This kind of departs from that and is more fun. Yeah. I don't think it's a song that's going to last. Honestly, like... Driver's License made such an impact in the culture of the time period, and a lot of her songs have. I don't think this is a song that's really going to make a lasting impact, but I think it's a fun one. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think it's she's, like, trying to shepherd in this new, like, era of herself. I think she's showing that she can do more than just a sad ballad. Exactly, and I think, like, she's trying to, like, the song is a little more, like, edgy and, like, cool girl than it's her other songs. It's more Avril Lavigne than Taylor yeah. Swift. Right. And I do think it's also interesting, like, how she's kind of removing herself from the Taylor genre, but... And seeing herself build her own brand. Yeah, exactly. And I think she's trying to get... I think it's, like, this... It's, like, the same thing that we've seen with so many artists where they're trying to get out of, like, the Disney, like, era. And I feel like T- Olivia Rodrigo did that really well. Yeah. Like, I feel like pe- most people don't, like, think of her as, like, the girl from High School Musical, the musical, the series, whatever. And Bizarre Vark and oh, American... Right. I, American Girl Doll Movie. Exactly. I feel like, I've been here since the beginning. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people don't like associate her with that, but I think making her music a little bit more like out there is also a way of her like showing that this is not who she is anymore and she's not like this like girl you can put in a box like goody two shoes whatever like actress that she's really like a musician and she just wants like it feels very like Miley Cyrus Demi Lovato vibes of like moving away from the Disney image. And speaking of that, Miley Cyrus mm. just released her newest single, Used to Be Young. And it is talking about, I used to do all these crazy things. I think she's kind of referring to her Wrecking Ball era. Mm-hmm. Um, where she was kind of going crazy. Um, wackadoodle. If you <laughs> That's Molly's new favorite word. Uh, I've said it like six times in the last 20 minutes, and I don't know why. I've never <laughs> said it before today. No, yeah, before we were talking about the episode before we started recording, and Molly said it, I think, seven times. <laughs> but um, anyway. But, so, the song is kind of just talking about her wackadoodle era, <laughs> and I think it's really interesting. I'm a big fan of this song. I've never been the biggest Miley Cyrus fan. I have nothing against her, but I just, like, her songs don't show up on my playlist too often. I have a few. Mm-hmm. But... This song I happen to love. I think it's so emotional, so nostalgic. In the music video, she was wearing, like, a Minnie Mouse t-shirt, which really shows, like, the Disney era. Because she mm-hmm. kind of did get her start as Hannah Montana. Right. And so I think that's really interesting. Yeah, I saw a quote that was, like, Hannah was for kids, Miley's for adults, or something like that, yeah. along those lines. And I think she is a celebrity that will move with her generation, honestly. hmm Like, she has been here since, for years. Right. And I think Gen Z is going to keep her in this light, in this, like, in the spotlight. Yeah. I think it's really crazy the way that Disney, like, kickstarted so many people's careers and, like, then forced them into this, like, rebel phase trying to prove they're not Disney. And then now I feel like a lot of them, like, someone who just came out with the song also, Selena Gomez, is this exact same thing. And, like, Olivia Rodrigo, Miley Cyrus, Selena Gomez, like, these are big artists that 
we're talking about about their music, but it's really crazy that they and all. And Sabrina Carpenter. Yeah. Demi Lovato, who was under Skater Braun. They're all connected. It's a whole web. Exactly. And it's really like Disney is such a pipeline, but I think like it also becomes a box that people get stuck in. Um, and I think it's interesting the way that that kind of pans out. And it's really different for different generations. Like Olivia Rodrigo's path out of Disney Girl, I feel like has been a lot simpler. It's a lot smoother than Demi Lovato's, for example. Exactly. And I feel like, like, Miley Cyrus, like, still, I think, I think of Hannah Montana. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, like, I don't think of Nina or whatever she was in High School Musical, whatever. So, I do think it's interesting because I feel like Disney shows of today are less in the forefront as they used to be. That could just be because we're older generations, though. We grew up on Hannah Montana. We did watch High School Musical, the musical of the series, but not like we watched. Right ironically yes i i'm not gonna lie i did watch the most recent season <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i did just get into a i saw a bunch of tiktoks about season four um about two weeks ago and then i rewatched seasons one two and four i'd only seen season one before two weeks ago season three i couldn't get through the first episode so i skipped right to i'm four, not gonna lie i did watch every episode that's ever come out and my sister and i watch it ironically every time I did watch it last week. <laughs> but, yeah, no, we did watch it uh, on on family vacation. We did watch season four as it was coming out. Yes. So, it's honestly, if you're looking for a show that's, like, so stupid, like, you kind of want to rip your head off, but you're also invested, and, like, just to have one in the background, like, good, like, family show, it's, like, honestly good. Like, I'm not going to lie. But back to Selena Gomez's new song. I listened to it once. Honestly, it's a little surface level for me. It the lyrics aren't very deep. I feel like I expected her to come back with a bang. She hasn't released new music in a while. I expected her to come back with like emotional an emotional vulnerable song. It wasn't that. It was like I'm putting on my shoes because I'll be single soon. Yay. Mm. Um, like doing my makeup, doing my hair. It was kind of surface level. It's a cat. It's catchy. It's a good tune. It's not anything groundbreaking at all. I am a Selena Gomez fan. I love her. I'm hoping for more serious music in the future. Not even serious, but just a little bit less surface level. But I think a fun radio classic is kind of what she needed to break back into music mm-hmm. if she had, hadn't released songs in a while. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad she's back. I think like it's fun to see her back in like pop culture and stuff. And especially like... As Taylor's friend, like, Taylor was excited about that she posted about the song. Um, and so it's excited for her to be, like, kind of back in the realm. So our last um, pop culture thing for this episode, before we get into everything fall, is the Jack Antonoff wedding and all the craziness that happened with Taylor Swift. So Jack Antonoff got married to Margaret Qualley recently, and it was a star-studded wedding. Mm-hmm. Lana Del Rey, Taylor Swift. Other people whose names I'm kind of forgetting right now. Channing Tatum, etc. Yes. Zoe Kravitz, I believe. Yes. Um, so it was a celebrity wedding, for sure. But what really put a damper on it was so many fans, I, I wouldn't even call them fans, I'd say stalkers, showed up outside of the wedding to see Taylor Swift when word arrived that she was there. Why are you interrupting a personal and private event that people are going to remember for the rest of their lives just because you're a fan? I am a big Taylor Swift fan. 
but she it, she deserves a level of respect mm-hmm. that is privacy. You're completely invading her privacy. She probably feels so guilty about ruining one of her friend's weddings. She should be allowed to go out in public to go to a close friend's wedding without being worried about being followed, about being stalked. If you've ever seen the Miss Americana documentary, you know that the effect that stalking has had on her life. And I think it's insane to me that people went and were there just to seek out some celebrity. Agreed. I have so many thoughts. My first is, um, if I were Margaret Qualley, I'd be pissed. Like, Me too. Because she's a celebrity too, so I'm sure she wanted articles that's like... And same with her husband. Margaret Qualley stuns in Louis Vuitton dress at rehearsal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm sure that that was the press that she wanted for her wedding with one or two paparazzis. Yeah. But now when you Google her wedding the only thing, or, like, her rehearsal dinner, whatever, the only thing that comes up is some other woman. Like, I would be so mad. So, that's the first thing. Also, slightly off topic, but Lana Del Rey did wear white to the wedding, and I would also be mad. Ooh, that's a little dicey. Yeah. Um, I also think it's really crazy because there were so many, um, celebrities there, so the fact that Taylor Swift was, like, the one who, like, they literally closed the streets, like, I just think... Even Jack Antonoff. Right. He's famous, too. So, I think that's so crazy. My other question is, if Taylor was, like, carried around in a suitcase, like, goes into her show in, like, a mop cart, like, whatever, I just feel like... Like, I'm not blaming her. This is not her fault whatsoever. But I do think, like, there must be some way that she could make this a little bit more discreet to be at the the thing. But it was an outdoor wedding, I, I believe, from what I saw. And, like, she's not going to arrive in a suitcase. She doesn't want to cause a scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I do think, like... And she should be able to have a person. For sure. For sure. And that's the thing. Like, I can just... Like, she puts so much of herself every single yes. night in these concerts. Like, this is, in the, this is in the middle of her U.S. leg of the tour when this happened. And, like, she every single night is giving herself for hours and hours, like... I'm sure all she does all day is prepare for the concert, do yes. the concert, and then sleep. Like, And then go to the studio the next day if she has time. Exactly. And so, like, for her to be giving so much of herself every single night and, like, just dedicating every day to the fans to one day tries to relax and go to her friend's wedding and, like, have a nice time and, like, can't even do that is crazy. Yeah. And I'm sure she was, like, stunned and disappointed, mm-hmm. like... Because no one wants to take the attention away from the bride on the wedding day. Exactly. Or the groom, either one. Yeah. And I also think, like, you could see how surprised she was when she um, saw came out and saw how many people were there. But I also think um, she, like, waved at everybody and people were like, oh, my God. Like, But I do think also, like, if she hadn't waved, like, she has this, like, like I feel like she, th- she would be worried that if she didn't wave, people would be like, Taylor is, like, mean or whatever. Yeah. So I feel like there's a lot for her to live up to, to, like, the fact that, like, these people stormed her friend's wedding, basically, and made it so she had to leave early. And um, all the while, she st- still had to, like, stand there and yes. smile and wave because otherwise people would have painted her, like, a villain. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, like, so difficult. This is something I've said for years, and I still stand by and always will stand by. People are like, oh, I want to be famous. I think it'd be such a like, invasion of privacy, I want 
my best friend to be a celebrity. Mm-hmm. I want to be Abigail. Yeah, for sure. I want to be Taylor Swift's Abigail. I'm sure she doesn't have stalkers. Maybe she's recognized once or twice as Abigail from 15. Um, but Taylor Swift can invite her to all the parties. She can meet all the celebrities. <laughs> like, can you please get famous? <laughs> no, thank you. I've always wanted to be a celebrity's best friend instead of being a celebrity. You get all the perks and none of the downfalls. Yeah, for this sure. This is something I've said for years, and I, this makes me stand by it even more. <laughs> all right, so that is our pop culture segment for this episode, and now we just want to get right into fall and everything that goes with fall, so we'll start with a little bucket list. And we tried not to do, like, the super basic stuff that's, like, Go to a pumpkin patch, go apple picking, which, like, those are such fun things to do, but I feel like they're obvious. Yeah. So we tried to be a little bit more unique and just talk Slightly about, like... deeper than a Google search of fall. Exactly. We just wanted to do, like, some of the things that we're excited to do this fall and, like, stuff that gives us fall vibes. The first one is pretty, like, generic, but yeah. going to football games, like, I'm just excited we're seniors and, like, Football is such, like, a quintessential American high school thing. Yes. And so I feel like it would be so, um, it's going to be so fun to go to all the games and take pictures and enjoy. And, like, the student section. And it's, like, not really about the football itself, obviously. I couldn't care less. Like, we are not really that invested, but it's just, like, the energy. It's, like, being with the grade. It's, like, being, it it just, like, being at a football game just feels like you're in One Tree Hill, like, Gilmore Girls, I guess they don't really go to football games in Gilmore Girls, but, like, it just feels like you're in, like, a TV show about being in high school. Yes. Which I feel like is such a fun thing, and it just, you can just romanticize it really easily. And another thing about romanticizing, another thing on the list is fall girl walks. (laughs) It's like hot girl walks, but in fall. With your sweater and your, you know, coffee. Big chunky headphones. Yup. I am a big fan of walking. I think I get my... I get so much happier when I'm outside going on long walks listening to my good music. Such a good playlist person, personally. I love my playlists. Um, But just walking around the neighborhood in loops, I love. It makes me so much happier. It boosts my mood. Whenever I'm upset and need to cool off, I think that's a perfect thing to do. Walk with your friends and catch up. I am a big fan of the walks, and I think it's a perfect fall thing when you're stepping on the crunchy leaves. Mm Mm-hmm. I love it, personally. I agree. Um, I definitely, like, wasn't that active this summer. Like, I did a couple, like, programs where, like, there was stuff we were doing. But, like, I wasn't – I'm usually at camp all summer. So, I felt like I wasn't that active this summer. So, yesterday, I finally got back into a routine of, like, working out and, like, going for a walk. And I walked a mile yesterday and today, which, mm-hmm. like, isn't that much. But, like, it was so nice and so, like, refreshing to do that. And it just, like, completely made me feel so much better. And especially now – as it's, like, cooling off, but, like, not too cold, so you really can, like, spend time outside, I think it's, like, fall is the perfect time. I agree. And you don't have the out- seasonal allergies that accompany spring. <laughs> um, another thing is Starbucks study sessions with a fall drink. Get your chai tea with pumpkin cold foam. <laughs> um, sit and do homework and study. I agree. I feel like studying is so annoying and, like, tedious and stressful but if you can get a drink go with friends motivate each other blast good music in your headphones it just makes it so much more enjoyable and you're so much more likely to get stuff done like me personally I've done none of my summer home like I did none of my summer homework basically and then I went to Starbucks and got all of it done you know what I mean like romanticize the mundane tasks 
exactly i think a lot of this is about romanticizing just like the season of life theory and like we were talking about yeah. and just doing something i mean it's as simple as getting a change of location it doesn't have to be a starbucks um our starbucks that just happens to have like a good place for studying and like obviously buying a drink helps but like just getting somewhere different is so good for studying but in general to make it like fall vibes and like yeah. aesthetic it's, it's like nice to shop. go to a coffee shop exactly another thing we have on our list is baking Make those warm chocolate chip cookies mm-hmm. and cinnamon rolls. Make your make make your pumpkin muffins. It's so fall. Just food in general. Certain foods are so fall. Like warm soups and stuff. Yes, exactly. And I feel like especially like if you're looking for something to do that, like, you know, doesn't take too much time and just for a night in, baking is so fun and so fall. Speaking of night ins. Get cozy under a warm knitted blanket and watch those movies. Mm-hmm. I love fall movie nights. It's rom-com season mm-hmm. up here. And I I think it's very fall. Sitting with your friends, sitting alone, sitting with your family, whoever it is, and just watching those movies. Drinking hot chocolate under a warm blanket, eating popcorn is so cozy. And I think fall is all about comfort, honestly. It's very much embracing the warm, chunky sweaters. Mm -hmm. For sure. I just bought my chunky sweater. It's, if you know, the one that Rory Gilmore wears and also the one that Belly wears in um, The Summer I I Turned Pretty. Um, Obviously, it's not the exact one, but it's one that looks like it, and I'm very excited to pretend that I am those characters, but without all of their problems. (laughs) You are. (laughs) Maybe a less problematic version, hopefully, but, you know. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know exactly what I'm manifesting with that, but maybe, maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) um in that same vein buying a new sweater for the new season can be so fun and just get you excited for all those cozy outfits and of course don't forget the digital camera to capture all of the fun tasks you do um in like a fun little aesthetic way exactly i got a photo album both for summer and for senior year and I'm just going to print out the 4 by 6 pictures and fill it so that I have something tangible to look back on from this because it was such a great summer and I know that senior year is going to be so memorable. So all the pictures of our last first day and all the football games and dances and, and don't make color day and all that kind of stuff, I really want to print those out. And even though they're on my phone and they're on Instagram and whatever, I just want to have a physical representation of those that I can always have. And so, you know one day to like literally show my kids like I feel like that's so cute and so to yeah I'm ex- that's another thing with that digital camera a yearbook but all you and your friends exactly um so now we're gonna shift slightly so we're gonna talk about some songs that give very much fall vibes in my mind a lot of these are just rom-com songs honestly like when you think of these songs you automatically think of a rom-com I was driving today and I had this playlist on and I felt like I was, like, fully in a romantic comedy. Oh, my God. Um, Listening to these songs. the romance and the comedy. <laughs> a coming-of-age movie. <laughs> yes. Um, these songs plus the windows down driving is, like, the best feeling. Yeah. So we're just going to kind of speed round these, talk about a couple of them, and there will be a playlist linked on our Instagram story if you want to get into the fall vibes right from we'll do Spotify and Apple Music since you guys know that we don't agree on the best apple music is better spotify but either way we'll have both playlists for you on our instagram story so be sure to check that out and if you're interested so first song is we fell in love in october girl in red 
such fall vibes such romance vibes so good and so fall like you google fall and this comes up like it's perfect another one we have is anything by noah khan yup dial drunk sick season northern attitude the whole thing every single song by noah khan is the best fall vibe i'm so excited i'm going to his concert on september 1st in syracuse and like just being in syracuse plus it being the first day of september plus noah khan like the fall vibes are going to be literally out the out the door so i'm so excited um another song we have is something in the orange by zach bryan um gives the exact same vibes it's very like country it's very sunset watching the leaves fall down Mm -hmm. i think it's a very memorable song but it's also very fall agreed also by Zach Bryan, Sun to Me, it gives those same vibes. It's a little more summery, but, like, I feel like it's summer going into fall, which is right where we are right now. Um, another song, a lot of the songs by the Lumineers, I feel like they give very much Noah Khan vibes also. Um, Specifically Sleep on the Floor. This is one that I didn't think I knew when I just heard the words, the title. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure everyone here knows that song, if you don't look it up. Go to our playlist and play it on the playlist. Slight pug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but this is a really fun song. It very much gives pumpkin pass. And another thing that we have is um, Taylor Swift, Red Taylor's version, and Evermore. And even a little bit of folklore. Specifically, All Too Well, 10-minute version, Taylor's version, recorded at Longtown Studios from the vault, Saturday Autumn <laughs> version, and this and that and this and that, <laughs> is very full. I can just, like, taste the hot chocolate and feel the leaves falling and feel the energy the second this song plays it is currently defrosting and is making it making its way in um i think those two albums specifically are the epitome of fall in my opinion and i think a lot of people agree those like are very fall albums very fall songs so i'm a big fan agreed um, another thing, I'm pretty sure that Ed Sheeran is coming out with, like, autumnal versions of some of his songs in September, so I don't know exactly what that's gonna be, but that's also something to look out, and we'll be sure to update the playlist with those if they fit our, if they get our stamp of approval. Yes. And another thing, this might be slightly controversial, <laughs> I think Bruce Springsteen gives fall. My parents are big Bruce Springsteen fans, like, I'm a big Taylor Swift fan, I'm actually going to his concert this week. <laughs> Um, first day of school, and then the day, and then Bruce Springsteen in the night. <laughs> um, but Busy I, day. Yes, exactly. But I think he's very much fall. His song Ghosts, specifically, I'm a huge fan of. Don't tell my mom, she's gonna be like I told you. Um, but him specifically, I don't know why, but I feel like he gives fall vibes. Maybe because it's slightly older music. Mm-hmm. In the same way that a lot of 90s rom-coms give yeah. fall, his music gives fall to me. All right, we'll speed through um, a couple more of these because we are already far into the episodes and we want to get to our TV shows and wrap it up soon. But Lovers Rock, TV Girl, Kiss Me, Sixpence, None the Richer. That one is so rom-com. A lot so of these next rom-com. ones are Where You Lead, I Will Follow, Gilmore Girls theme song, obviously. Gilmore Girls is the epitome of fall. Creep by Radiohead, specifically the Glee version. <laughs> Best Glee cover of all time. Very fault to me. Um, another one, Just a Girl by No Doubt. This one, again, I think is in every rom-com to ever exist. Mm-hmm. Um, Head Over Heels by The Go-Go's is also very rom-com, very fall. 
And finally, There She Goes, also by Sixpence None the Richer. Again, fall. So all these songs, um, I feel like they're perfect for fall, so be sure to check out our Instagram story for the playlist. And then last but not least, we're going to do fall movies, TV shows, and stuff to watch. A lot of the stuff is older because I feel like something about 90s, like, or early 2000s nostalgia is so fall. So there's not that many recent stuff, but it's a lot of good throwback stuff to watch on those cozy nights in. So the first one is Gilmore Girls. This one's pretty obvious. I think Rory Gilmore is the epitome of fall mm-hmm. high school student. Um, but this movie, the small town, this show, the small town charm, the leaves falling. I love it. I think it's the definition of fall. I actually started rewatching it this morning. Yes, it's time for it's time for me to do that. Yeah. So. I, Gilmore and it's Girls. also such good, um, like, school motivation, kind of. It is. It really is. Like, be Rory, except when she makes bad decisions. So, maybe be Rory, but pre-Yale. Pre-Yale and ignoring the whole Dean, Jess, Logan. Maybe just be Rory in the classroom, but not at home. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> anyway, next one is Gossip Girl. I feel like this gives fall, but in, like, a completely different way than Gilmore Girls does, but it just gives fall I can't it's like this it's like fall in the city versus fall in a small town yeah and as someone who lives close to New York City and kind of goes in once in a while I'm excited to experience New York City in the fall as well and I feel like especially the Thanksgiving episodes of this show the mm-hmm. iconic Thanksgiving episodes are very fall agreed so next if you're really looking for a throwback is all of the Monstober episodes of the Disney Channel shows these are ingrained in my memory. Like, the Liv and Maddie episodes, the Jesse episodes. Mm-hmm. Austin and Allie crossover. Like, there's just so many episodes that, like, I don't think that I could ever sit through rewatching all of these shows, but I just love the vibes. And so looking through and just watching a couple of the Monstober episodes with some of your friends could be really fun. And the same thing with, like, the Disney Channel original movies, like Girl vs. Monster and stuff like that. Um... What's the other one? My Babysitter or something? My Babysitter's Vampire. And there's another one with the twins. Well, witches. Twitches. <laughs> Twin witches. So those are really good ones if you're looking for a kind of childhood throwback. Um, next is One Tree Hill. I love One Tree Hill. I just got our friend Haley to start watching it. I've uh, been wanting to watch it recently. I might have to start. Okay, I'm going to convince her as soon as we're done recording. But... Um, I really love it. It's so good. It's so fall. It's so high school. Um, even though they're all like 40, but (laughs) they're all like 25, but, um, the actors, but, um, the show is so fall and like, you just get so addicted and it's so easy to rewatch. So whether you've watched it or not, I sincerely recommend. And then the next one is When Harry Met Sally. Such a good rom-com. Um, I rom-com. One of my friends introduced me to it, and I fell in love immediately, and it's so fall. Next is Vampire Diaries. So this maybe is more like end of October towards Halloween, yeah. but I'm a big Vampire Diaries fan. I went through a huge, like I literally wouldn't oh. go through a conversation without talking about Vampire Diaries. When phase. I tell you, I had to watch the entire show start to finish, even though I hated it. Because I needed something to talk about with her. Okay, 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 okay. We're getting a little dramatic here. But... Are we? (laughs) But I had a big face, like, during quarantine. So 
I love going back and watching the episodes and it's so like just like the vampire creepy vibes but like without being too much like I'm not a scary movie person me neither but I feel like this is like a good in the middle for like those like Halloween vibes um and a movie that I have is One Fine Day this is an underrated classic it is very much fault to me it's about like two little kids in school and their parents the girl's little girl's dad and the little boy's mom fall in love. Cute. I've never seen it, but Molly's gonna convince me. I uh, think. Oh, I will. Um, something about this movie—it's like a busy fall day. The leaves are falling. Um, I just said fall three times in a sentence. <laughs> um, this movie is—it's very romantic and it's very cute, and I highly recommend if you haven't seen. it. So that is our list of everything fall. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and got something out of it to get yourself ready for the fall season. We are so ready and we are back to our regular scheduled episodes now that the summer is coming to an end. If you aren't in school yet, we're wishing you a good back to school and a happy first day or happy back to school shopping. Staples is ready for you. Exactly. Um, And yeah, we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening.